Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and I am a MIDI file personified. I'm Ben, and uh, I have never murdered somebody. That's going to come back around to bite you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What's up, everybody? I'm, we are back. Again, during another uh, another partial lock shelter in place episode. Yeah. We yeah. are on we are on uh, three oh no, almost three months now. Coming up on it. Coming up on it. So uh, I hope you all enjoyed that last episode with the Coaster Expedition Volume 1. Please, please let us know how you liked it because we're, we were just talking before we started recording about doing some more. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you think the show is good, let your favorite coaster sucks know. If you think the show sucks, then our name is Ride This One. Anyway, that's going to require some editing to make into a usable joke. <laughs> well, close enough. You know, this is Whatever. this is a situation in which the ride this this one guys would say, um, you know, that this is why your podcast needs editing, or make it or drop a molestation joke. Well, that's their that's that's their thing. I don't want to bite their shit. I was that's over there one... a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I, that, that, well, that was the thing. Like when I listened to that episode, I was like, "Holy shit!" I swear to God, I heard molest or molestation or molested at least like fifty times. Oh yeah, yeah. For like for like an hour and a half episode, there was definitely more than ninety molestation jokes. <laughs> I mean, I suppose if you get it out verbally, it won't happen in real life. Uh, I think maybe Jordan has Tourette's and that's just one of his tics. That could be. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Watch. I'm going to get in hot water for making a Tourette's joke. Meanwhile, the molesting jokes. I mean, at least molestation jokes are always over other kinds of jokes. Like, you know, at least it's not racist. (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) There's only one way to go down from a molestation joke. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like a molestation joke is kind of like, ooh, like, uh, I, I feel a little uncomfortable. But then when it's a racist joke, it's just like, uh, uh, I'm a little scared. And if it's a racist molesting joke, Jesus. Ooh. Yeah, that's not good. And you should not be at open mic night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you should have a career making YouTube videos and posting on mommy blogs. About 5G. <laughs> Plandemic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Did you watch that video? Nah. So I actually watched it start to finish. So, because like, I love to watch that shit. I will never believe in it. Like, I don't watch it because I believe in it. I watch in it because it's ridiculous. And I feel like you can learn a lot about, you know watching something you don't agree with right but, like alex yeah. jones or something yeah, yeah like honestly like that's why i kind of 
admittedly will watch Alex Jones clips, not because I want to believe what he's saying or I think he's a good person, just because it's like that dude's fucking crazy. And I just want to like, I'm curious like what he's talking about. Well, it's interesting to have a sense of what's going on in those pockets of American reality. Yeah, right, right. Because otherwise you're just as you're just as like uh, close minded and delusional as like, you know, like you should you should know what every team is, what every play or what every team is playing, if that makes sense. Like whatever, whatever, whatever the playbook is, you should always be aware. Yeah, well, it's like in um, in law, you know, about discovery and how both cases, both sides in a in a criminal case have to disclose all of their evidence to each other right kind of putting yourself as an informed individual into that spot yeah right yeah like i mean i've i mean i've definitely learned more by watching something i didn't agree with because it challenged like my own belief system you know like like when you have to fact check something and you learn in the process and it makes your own argument stronger. So, yeah. Anyway. And you have to prove things to yourself. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Now, challenging oneself is the way to self growth. Absolutely. So that was my pandemic experience. And that shit was fucking ridiculous. Like the, there's this, it basically it follows the same format of every YouTube conspiracy theory where they take like, five facts that are true and then they have them backed by a professional so in this case it was a doctor you know so it's like three plus three equals six and then the doctor's like yes that's true and here then they throw in some clips where it's like three plus three six c six and then it's like six plus six equals 12 and then like 12 minus four equals eight and you go through these fact checks and then and then they're like Babies that were born between March 6th and March 11th in Texas were exposed to whatever 5G and, you know, and then they throw in all this bullshit and then they, they like pan to the doctor where he, where they're like shake, where they're like shaking their head and make you think that it, you're believing it or they're believing it. That was actually the reaction to them explaining the video to the <laughs> doctor. They're like, real quick before you leave, here's what we're doing. <laughs> And he's like, oh, God, I've staked my reputation on this. <laughs> I'm going to have my uh, license rebuked. Well, she's like an anti-vaxxer. She's been arrested and like, I forgot her name, but she's just some like, and that's the thing too. Honestly, it's not that hard to be a fucking doctor. I'm not saying it's easy. And I'm not saying if you're a doctor, it's like, you didn't work hard on that. But what I'm saying is, is like, really all you need to do is go to medical school and study. And that's all you need to do to become a doctor. You, be, you can be crazy Easy as fuck. fucking breezy. I mean, you can be, well, I know that's a, whatever. I'm just saying like, it's not like, um, all you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> My point is that once you get beyond that, but like we, we, you know, it's called this shown, number. Dr. Ben will teach you how to become a doctor. Hold on, hold on. How many doctors are in the U.S.? Like, like, just guess. Uh, I don't know. A fuck ton. There are over $950,000 or 950,000 doctors in the United States. So, like, that's not really that. 
hard to do. My point is this, is that if you can study and you can go through med school, you can be crazy as fuck and believe in the craziest shit. And then once you get that doctorate, like you can say anything and people will believe you. So, so being like, this is true because a doctor says it is like not always true. And I, as I'm saying that, I realize that's what conspiracy theorists are saying. I know it's messy. Well, that's why there's such a thing as peer review, right. which no, you'll I know. notice is very absent in a lot of conspiracy. Oh yeah, totally. Peer review is like, it's not airtight, but it's like, it's like, no, it's pretty good. Everybody agrees. This is pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And if it gets through peer review, I mean, you know how much you know how people can't shut the fuck up about their own opinions. So like, you know, if there's some bullshit in an article and you try to get it peer reviewed, like that shit's going to get called out because everyone loves everyone loves proving other people wrong. Yeah. And that's really what like science is at the end of the day. Jesus Christ, we should talk about some roller coasters. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm very excited for this episode. Um, I, I had this idea last night and before i fell asleep and then i texted zach i was like we should do an entire episode that's just about mount olympus so this place do our listenership real quick first uh yeah we can well i feel like the mount olympus thing is more the gist of the show right yeah all right so let's get the listener stuff out the way first of all shouts to our homie logan what up Second of all, we've been hearing from a whole shit ton of you. So, um, real quick, I'm gonna we'll read a couple of reviews. We got some questions and we got some hot takes that we can run through. So I say we start with the reviews there at the bottom. Okay, okay. So this is a five star review, and the title is Doctor Oz is questionable. So it says Doctor Oz may be a brain surgeon, but he's endorsed so much quackery. That makes you wonder, did he perform surgery on himself or remove his own brain? First time reviewer, long time listener, Ribs from Wisconsin. Uh, thank you, Ribs. And- ribs and bacon, yeah. Shouts to him. And also, this kind of highlights exactly what we were just talking about. Wisconsin. I mean, also doctors. Full yeah, circle. Absolutely. That kind of highlights what we were just talking about. You know, but anyway... <laughs> Um, next review says, uh, the title is awesome show. It's a five star review. Um, says this podcast is great. Thank you. I'm 34 years old. And up until August, 2019, I had never ridden a roller coaster out of a crazy phobia. I had of them. My wife and kids eventually talked me into some smaller ones at our home park. Carowinds took a few rides over several visits and a trip to Disney world in November, but I'm hooked now and can't get enough. Just got back from universal studios and loved the Hulk. Still haven't been on fury three twenty five yet. So that's my next one. Once Carowinds opens, keep up the awesome work with the podcast, Matt Rapier. Uh, thanks man. And, uh, hopefully you've been enjoying the coasters. Really glad you've, uh, found enjoyment in riding them and really glad you found the show. Glad you're enjoying. Hopefully you're still listening and stoked to get back and get on some rides. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if this is, if you're pretty new to roller coasters and this is one of your, uh, your 
you know, podcast subscriptions, like it's pretty cool because roller coasters are cool. Welcome to the hobby. Yeah, that's got to be interesting coming into it as an adult. And then listening to the show, too. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So, man, you're not alone out there. There are adults who enjoy this hobby, in case that maybe was something you were thinking, too. Uh, we're out here. Um, we are weirdos. That's a thing. But, you know, some of us are all right. So, uh, this last review, fun, but not flawless. I love this roller coaster podcast, but I do agree with the other reviewers that there needs to be more editing done. Long pauses really throw me off sometimes and really kills the pacing of this podcast. It's like riding an amazing roller coaster with trims on. Uh, emo. Wait, why can't I read this? My eyes are fucked up. Molman. Do you know how to say that? <laughs> Hans Molman? Yeah, it's like <laughs> E Mole Man. I'm sorry if I messed it, if that's your real name and I'm messing it up. I don't know. Um, Emole man. But yeah, I mean, uh, unfortunately, this is a low, like, you know, we have to call ourselves the worst podcast, uh, coaster podcast. So, I mean, we'll try more on that's more on Zach. He edits. Yeah, that's on me. Uh, but have you ever edited a goddamn podcast? I mean, it takes it takes a lot of work. I know you have been. Yeah, I did that one. Takes a lot of work. Yeah, because it's just like the whole starting over, starting over, starting over, starting over. Yeah, I mean, if these are an hour and a half or two hours long, easily four times, well, not easily four, maybe three times the amount of time an episode is in duration is how long the editing takes. I mean, we could just try to take more drugs while we record so well, we talk over each to... other. <laughs> I was about to say, I think, um, you know, the weed is kind of regulating those trim breaks a bit. So, <laughs> so um, but I'm glad you enjoyed the show there, Emo Man. Hopefully you're still listening and we'll try to keep the pauses to uh, minimum. Cool. All right. So we had some listener questions. Go ahead, Ben. Uh, so, all right. So at the top, um, so I will, ref- so this, uh, this is in quoted, uh, I will refrain from asking vegan related questions. So I'm sure, you know, Zach, you're, Thank you like you. to be asked about why you're vegan. Um, we'll just cover this one real quick. Um, if you're thinking about going vegan, do it. If you're thinking about going vegetarian, do it. If you're thinking about trying veganism or trying to reduce your meat, do it. And I'm not passing judgment on you and some vegans are assholes. Okay. Moving on. So what are some of your hobbies other than roller coasters? I think I remember Ben saying he likes mountain biking, but that's all I can think of. So, uh, yeah, that's true. I, uh, I kind of just like mountain sports in general, climbing, mountain biking, climbing, rafting. I just bought a paddleboard, um, just like mountain shit. That's why I live out West. Um, I also am picking up photography again. So I went to school for it and then I never got a job for it. And then I went more to like a business, um, librarian science kind of route. 
So I'm picking that up again. Hopefully I can make some coaster videos since um, actually Zach and I used to do coaster videos and post them on Theme Park Review back in the mid 2000s. And all of them are still on YouTube, right? I don't know if all of mine are on actually. I'll have to, I'd have to look for that. I'm pretty sure all of mine still are. That's cool. Do, Do all yours have music? I had to change some of the music. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think and that's like a, a lot are, of mine. Know, country restricted or whatever. Yeah, right. But uh, it's like, all right, so keep up the good work, guys. Love the show. This is Chris Bender, friends with Coaster Daddy. I, uh, other than coasters, for me, I like to do music stuff. A lot of music stuff. I DJ and produce and uh, play a bunch of stuff poorly guitar bass keyboards uh fucks with ableton and fruity loops and use serato check out my shit at dole whip d-o-l-w-i-p you can find me on soundcloud mixcloud instagram facebook all the good spots i'm doing live streams for those a lot so you can catch me on those uh that's what i'm doing with most of my free time besides this podcast um haven't worked in a little bit so i've been really pouring myself into that and this so that's for me thank you chris thanks uh a bunch for listening and uh you know shouts to coaster daddy dale you know good dude we've had him on the show friend of the show um you could check back a couple episodes and you'll find him on the show so got a couple questions here from an old friend of ours ben this is uh mr paradise okay so um and we know uh, we know Mr. Paradise from way back on um, a couple various coaster forums that were centered in the Midwest. Midwest Coaster Madness, rest in peace. I think I still own the uh, URL for that one. Man, I'd love to talk to uh, the guy that started that site. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I never met him. Nick but... Berrien. I haven't seen him s- since, shit, 2005. Okay. Uh, Mr. Paradise was a user over there before Ben acquired the site. Uh, it's a bunch of our friends there. It was kind of the um, the the roots of your favorite coaster sucks, kind of. Um, I guess. But I, I wasn't that involved with it in the beginning. Not the original, really, but then you became more involved. Well, I didn't. I didn't really post on the on the original one because the site. Remember, the site like went down in two thousand seven. Oh yeah, that's right. It like went down a, like a, a month or two after I started posting on there with you guys, and then I bought it two years later. All right. So, um, if anybody yeah, that group though, that's how I met you guys. That's how uh, you know. If anybody out there listening remembers Midwest Coaster Madness, and be honest now, because we want to hear your screen name. But if you were a part of it, email us, please. We'd love to hear from you. It's your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. Um, so, Mr. Paradise, it's a pleasure to hear from you. I'm glad he's doing well right now. So he wants to know, has there ever been a time that you went on a ride or coaster and were way too stoned or drunk for it? If so, what happened? Yeah. Oh, do tell. Um, okay. So three things in these, I'll, I'll keep them the recent stories. So uh, first one was at Kima Boardwalk. So um, I had to go down to Houston for work. And um, the first day I was down there, I, I found out that I was going to be rolled off of my project. And I was kind of like pissed off and freaking out about shit. So I'm like, I'm going to go to Kima Boardwalk and I smoked this gram or half gram joint 
and then I went on the ride and like I was so high that I couldn't that I wasn't I didn't think about the ride like after the first drop I just started thinking about work shit so much that it like it was it was a really weird experience like imagine being hyper focused about work when you're on a roller coaster and you just don't even understand what's happening um second time was riding steel vengeance super high and like rmcs when you're really high are really strange because they feel very like robotic and hypnotic so you're not you don't really they almost move they almost go too fast for you to take anything in so you're kind of just like sitting upright with your hands in your lap just like with a very like bland smile on your face like not understanding like what's happening around you it's kind of weird oh and then poltergeist riding poltergeist after high and drunk at night and it was just this like blur of yellow lights from the you know because it's a spaghetti spaghetti bowl coaster so that was pretty fucked up anyway i didn't puke though never puked yeah i got pretty fucking high at six flags fiesta texas (laughs) thanks shockwave dan um, I don't think I was too stoned for any of the rides, though. Well, that's good. I think uh, I've never been like too messed up for a coaster. I've had some like drunk experiences at parks. Being stoned at parks has never like been a bad thing to me, but I, I've been too drunk at parks once. Yeah, the thing about being too drunk at a park is like there's so much walking and like waiting that. Unless you're like ripping shots and you go right to the ride, which I mean, we used to do when I worked at Cedar Point, but like it's kind of hard to be like really fucked up and then maintain that drunkness. Um, there we did discover when I worked there that if you we would go to the Chinese buffet and max the fuck out, and then we would take shots like we take like six vodka shots like in consecutive order or back to back and then go and ride Magnum. And it was really weird. So like you didn't get drunk at first cause your stomach was so full of food, but then like your stomach was shaking so much that it would like time release the alcohol, oh, you know, like God. as you're riding the roller coaster. So you start off fine. And as you ride it, you're, you're getting more and more drunk. And uh, one time, like me and three friends of ours, we like completely blacked out. Um, and that friend of ours, he like s- stood up on the ride and like stuck his leg outside of the car and stuff. Like it was a it was a shit show. Good lord, <laughs> it's amazing you can remember that. Yeah, I have a pretty good memory of like obscure shit. He also wants to know: Has there ever been a coaster that changed your outlook on life? Um, good question. I don't know. Do you have one? Um, I don't know if a roller coaster has ever had that much of an impact on me. Oh, 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 oh! You know what? Uh, what what coaster was that? Um, I rode I rode a uh, not a kitty coaster. I rode a like some kind of small junior coaster at a park, and I was by myself. And then like as the train rolled into the station, I had one of those like, "What the fuck am I doing on this ride?" And then I like literally questioned the entire roller coaster enthusiast hobby because I was so ashamed of it. I, I was like twenty two, twenty three. And like, you know, the ride pulls into the station and I, I, you know, all these kids are around and I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> so 
that 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 I've had it change my outlook in that that way where I was it was like more ashamed ashamed and instead of like positive but actually I ha- I do have one until I was like 12 years old I was really afraid of coasters and wouldn't ride them and then I went to Great America on a field trip in 8th grade and like a friend made me go on the demon and I was like oh shit these aren't as bad as I thought they would be you know yeah and like I wasn't scared of coasters anymore nice so I guess the demon yeah that changed my outlook on life kind of in that way, you know? Right, right. Where it's like, yeah, you have fun once you let your, yourself have fun. I, the Demon was like the first coaster kind of like that for me, too. Like, I rode Wizard, I rode a Viper, I rode Eagle, but I was still, like, you know, nervous to get on them. And then I rode Demon, and I was like, oh, well, this does four inversions, so, like, yeah, this is fine. This is fun. And then I rode Shockwave, I think. Yeah, I'd say demon, I guess, then. Yeah, I mean, I guess that that makes sense, though, because it's like the first looping coaster that I guess most people like who grow up in the area would go on. Yeah. Well, what's this one? What's the one park you see going down in massive white collar crime shakedown? SeaWorld. Uh, yeah, definitely SeaWorld. Definitely SeaWorld. 100%. Some shady shit comes out about how they got secured the financing for all these rides or something. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Um, they were using EB5 investors and calling all the, the, the rides their own businesses. <laughs> it's like Icebreaker LLC. Plus, like, let's see, they're in just being located in Florida. I, actually, I don't know where their headquarters is, but Florida just seems to find out. Florida just seems to be like the capital of uh, you know white collar business corruption. So shady shit. Yeah, best movie that had a theme park in it. Beverly Hills Cop Three. Oh, that's right. Where they show there's like sky rules in there, and that's pretty. That was cool. I always liked Vacation. I feel like Vacation was kind of like the... Hey, probably like so SeaWorld is headquartered in Orlando. Oh, okay. Yep, definitely then. Anyway, going back to the other thing. Yes, definitely Vacation. Um, I'm thinking of Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Roller Coaster. Final Destination 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the main ones. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any others. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Um, let's see. If you could bring one coaster over to North Korea for Kim Jong Un to ride, knowing that if he hates it, he is going to kill you. What would it be? What if it kills him though? I know. I mean, the way that fat ass smokes. Um, <laughs> I mean, why not send him the like an Intamin ball coaster? I was thinking like X two. Yeah, it can't be Asian Ica because that would piss him off. <laughs> Maybe Dino Conda yeah. though. Yeah, and it can't be a B&M. I feel like a B&M would be too boring. He lives, he's he's in North, he's like whatever, the president or the fuck you call it, North Korea. This is North Korea. They don't want some swooshy, forceless, smooth bullshit. Like you got to send them something a little rough, intense, like uh, like X2, Asian Ica, um, Desperado. Ooh. I know. I like keep he, it on brand with North Korea. Send him the polar coaster as intended for Orlando. Oh yeah, that'd work. 
and just like a bunch of shops that never open, but it's the world's tallest roller coaster. Wouldn't that be crazy if North Korea did build the world's tallest roller, like world's tallest and fastest roller coaster and like no one could go ride it? Well, you could go ride it. You just have to go through the whole pain in the ass process. Yeah, that's true. I, I suppose it's really not that hard. You have to like. You have get to go v- through to- China to get a visa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you have to get a visa to go to China and then get a visa to go to North Korea from China. Right. Yeah. And you can only go on like the very specific guided tours. Yeah. Yeah. But if you were like, hey, I want to go ride the coaster, you probably could. Right. If you're a tourist, you know. But honestly, if I was going to North Korea anyway, like the the roller coaster wouldn't be my highest priority. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if if I got to ride it, that would be the cherry on top. But I'm just super fascinated by North Korea in general. No, totally. But as a as an American, you know, just a touch risky to go visit. Um so yeah, maybe polar coaster, that'd be pretty on brand for him. Well, thank you, Mr. Paradise. Um, These next couple questions and hot takes, these are from the text line, Ben. So go ahead. Are you a virgin? Um, No, but I wish I was. Imagine how, okay, is it? Think about that. Like, imagine how awesome it would be, like, knowing what you know now to be a virgin as an adult, like, knowing what all all the, like, bullshit that happened, like, how much time you wasted, bad decisions you made. I'm like, relationships trying to hook up like i just think it'd be really peaceful to be a virgin i think i don't know no i don't know because i think there's like a change in your mentality yeah yeah that's true and you kind of need that like it's like almost like a confidence kind of no i I suppose that's true i feel like you kind of need that as an adult you know yeah just like for you have to learn how yeah you have to like learn how to interact with people and have empathy and you know, all that shit. Yeah. And so with all that said, uh, no for me also. So here's another hot take. Cedar fair is better than six Takis. I mean, like, are we talking like specifically like the number six of bags of Takis compared to Cedar fair? A pretty good deal. Yeah, that is a good one. Those cost like one ninety nine a piece or so. Well, Hmm. they're the big ones. Those are like three bucks. Okay, so we got a value of about $18 versus the entire corporate uh, entity of Cedar Fair. It's a good it's a good one. Is this like how how Matt Wemick tricked Dick Kinzel into retiring with six bags of Takis? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, hey, Dick, I got a snack for you out in the car. (laughs) You know what's funny? Remember when they used to give those out for free, like at the exit of Six Flags? Yeah, yeah. I remember grabbing a shit ton of those, and they were in my trunk for a good year or so. And then they they came in handy. Came in. I was driving back from Cedar Point, ironically, and I was like, "Oh shit, I got Takis in the trunk." Nice. So, um, hot take: boomerangs are good rides. They're no They're good rides i like them no i don't think they're as shitty as everyone makes them out to be 
but I don't think they're particularly great either. When they're good, they're okay. Like, if it's not a bad one, I don't mind writing it. Like, I kind of like, ooh, boomerang. Like, they're fine. They're fine. I don't really care for going backwards on rides, usually. Yeah. Especially if there's inversions. I find it kind of, like, unsettling to, like, my stomach and stuff. So, with that in mind, you know, I, 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 I see why it's a good gimmick and it's cheap and it attracts people, but at the same time, not my favorite thing. I don't think they, they live up to the shit reputation they have, though. So I think that's totally fair. Right. That's true. All right. Hot take. Dragon Challenge Fire Dragon side was the best invert in America. Better than Alpengeist, Banshee, Montu, Pyrenees, and Black Mamba. What did it say in America? Yeah, I don't know what he's doing throwing Pyrenees and Black Mamba <laughs> in there. Um. Well... Might as Let's well see. close, but throw in Big Bad Wolf and fucking <laughs> Top Gun and shit while you're at it. Huh? I mean, I guess I those the Dueling Dragons never had a real big lasting impression on me. They were definitely good rides. I thought I think the Fireside was the one that had that giant bunny hill. I like that bunny hills on inverts are a rare thing, and they're always awesome. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a really cool ride. I really liked it. It didn't deserve to die. Fucking Knoebel should have gotten it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's too bad. But I'm not blaming Knoebel's because Universal destroyed it. They probably didn't even try to sell it. Well, I heard that they just had a lot of... it, It just aged, you know? Like, it just reached its prime or whatever. Hit the end of its life. Yeah, well, imagine it being the ultimate reverse retirement story where a young roller coaster that reaches its, you know, operating end life gets to retire to quiet Pennsylvania. Being uh, ridden by child molesters. One day a year. (laughs) And and it's Knobles. They could, like, extend those seatbelts so much. To allow yeah, they could add big boy seats to every row. <laughs> it's like an elastic seatbelt. That should be the next year favorite coaster sh- sucks shirt. Dueling Dragon should have gone to Knobles. There you go. It would have won a golden ticket. We should do the. We should do our own version of the golden tickets, but call them like the, I don't know, shit tickets, and sucky tickets. Or um, hmm, there's got to be something catchy we can think of, and then that could be like an official. Make the website really official, and then like. You know what I'm saying? And like, it could be like a yearly thing with the awards for the something yeah. like that. Yeah, we There's could do idea. it. Hey, you. Yeah, you listening to your favorite coaster sucks. Guess what? You're probably wearing a shirt. You need shirts. I'm almost certain that you're wearing a shirt right now. And if you're not, hey. But either way, everybody needs shirts. Everybody. Did you stain your last shirt from a, from a Coke bender? Blowing your nose too many times? Bloody noses. Did it get torn up doing a sick BMX trick? 
Did it get stained from a B&M invert in the rain? Or did some stripper leave a snail trail on you? Did it get jizzed on from that night you fell asleep after jerking off still with your clothes on? Or your shirt got jizzed out at Hollywood nights during ERT? We've all been in all of those scenarios. So we have a solution for you all. We have shirts. And they're now available on Amazon. And it's a play on the golden tickets. So if you think the golden tickets are bullshit, you should get one. Yeah, there's that's the great thing. Even if you don't like us, it still just says your favorite coaster sucks. It looks like the golden ticket logo. Wear it when you ride the beast. Make some Kings Island fanboy cry. Tell him that his favorite coaster sucks. Ohio sucks. We also have another design that has uh, like a roller coaster on it. And it says your favorite coaster sucks. And holy shit, maybe you're already wearing a shirt. And it's not warm enough. You need something else. Problem meet solution. We got sweatshirts. Also at Amazon. Same designs. Here's the beautiful thing, Ben. The shirts, they come in all the sizes. What about tall sizes? If it if they're available on Amazon, they're available. Don't fuck up our ad. <laughs> <laughs> we got ten colors. Don't you ask about any specific fucking shades. I want magenta. I believe it might be available. Nice. Um, the shirts are only 15 bucks. That's cheap as shit. Yeah, what can you get for $15? I mean, like, besides maybe some food and a few beers, but nothing else of value. It's less than $15. I oh, like a dime bag and a blunt and a lighter? I mean, Nothing. Can't get shit for 15 bucks, but you can get your favorite coaster sucks shirt. Buy a fucking shirt, 15 bucks. Buy a fucking sweatshirt, 30 bucks. They say your favorite coaster sucks. Nothing else needs to be said, man. Go on Amazon. Type in your favorite coaster sucks. You will find our shit. Go and buy one. And if you send us a picture of you wearing our shirt, we'll repost it. Alright, that's it. Buy a shirt. We're not asking, we're telling. Now back to the show. Your favorite coaster sucks. So, are we ready to get into the real deal? I, I'm very, very uh, excited. If only this email would send goddamn piece of shit. There we go. I forgot to turn off my Skype, so I'm getting bugged. Uh-oh. It's all good. I'm just going to send like two sentences of content.
It'll be fucking great to not have a job that I have to work beyond five o'clock. You should. It's like that was a good, that was a nice luxury. Enjoy it, enjoy it while you have it. If you're out there. Anyway. Okay. Yes. The main topic. I'm very excited. Very excited. Um, so last night I was trying to go to bed and I texted Zach. I was like, we should do an entire episode about Mount Olympus stories because I think that this park is not as well known as, um, I don't know. Is this, is this park like pretty mainstream in the coaster community? It seems like Great America and the Dells are parks that people don't really get to that often. Yeah, no, and if they do, it's that it's the combination. Yeah, right. Yeah, I but think this... outside of like outside of the actual Midwest region, yeah, no, it's not a super like hit park or anything. Yeah. But I would like to say that I think that this is probably the worst theme park in the country by far. Like yeah, fuck that it, is a sh- it is literally a shithole. And I think what makes it worse is like a lot of people are like, oh, well, Elitch is a shithole. And, you know, Elitch Garden sucks. They don't have any rides. And at least Mount Olympus has got good coasters. But like the thing that sucks about Mount Olympus is like you would think that they're trying to sell like a Disney property. They market themselves as the world's largest water and theme park. It's only the world's largest because there's a fucking ampersand between those two statements or the, between the two, you know, parks. And it's like, it's just a shithole. It's only the world's largest because it takes like 20 fucking minutes to walk across the entire goddamn park. Most of it is like parking lot. It's just like empty dirt lots. Well, and they got I, that I happen- on bullshit. I happened to look it up on Wikipedia, and I got a little background here. Uh, Mount Olympus was started by the Lacris, Lac- Lacaris family. Demetrios Lacaris uh, immigrated to the United States from Greece, um, served in the Navy, owned and operated several restaurants here in Chicago. Family moved to Wisconsin Dells, where Jim and his wife opened a hot dog stand in 1970. Holy shit, what was that? An entire beer spilled. Here, here, keep going. I'll I'll take care of this. Okay. Well, they purchased, they opened a hot dog stand in 1970, which they named Big Chief after a statue purchased from a trade show. The hot dog stand was a commercial failure, and the Lacaris family was nearly forced to return to Chicago. At the last minute, they found $700 in savings inside a sock, which they invested in a three-wheeler dirt track. The family expanded on their property by building a seven-unit motel. And in 1975, they added a go-kart track, Goofy Carts, along the Wisconsin Dells Parkway. Nick Lacaris, Jim and Fochula's son, became the go-kart's chief mechanic at the age of nine. Mm-hmm. Seems safe. 
Between 1978 and 1982, the family's business ventures continued as they opened a campground, trailer court, and began running country, western, and Native American ceremony shows. When the lease on the go-kart track ran, ran out in 1980, Goofy Carts was abandoned, and a new cloverleaf track was built next to the Big Chief hot dog stand. It was also at this location that Nick Lacaris started constructing his own go-karts a few years later. Nick Lacaris became involved in the design and engineering of the various go-kart tracks on the property, which included the only multi-level go-kart tracks in the world. <laughs> Big Chief Go-Kart World, as it was then known, developed new techniques for elevated go-kart tracks, which have now become standard. The family purchased several acres along the Wisconsin Dells Parkway, commonly known as The Strip, <laughs> and continued the park's expansion. In 1995, the park added the first roller coaster in the Wisconsin Dells, Cyclops, and changed its name to Big Chief Carts and Coasters, when they only had one. Um, another roller coaster, Pegasus, was added the following year, and Zeus opened in 1997. The park acquired Crazy King Ludwig's Adventure Park, which featured its own go-kart track in 1999. This purchase brought Big Chiefs to a total area of 107 acres. So, what we have here is a family can't run a hot dog stand, buys some dirt in Wisconsin, Everything blows up around that dirt, and so they happen to luck out. Yep. Sorry, so, I'm so clean. Yeah, so they're like, as long as we make sure that this dirt doesn't get bought by anybody else, so we can just pause until you're good to go. So I, I have to say, I did not read that story before, and it's kind of impressive. I will say it is a little impressive to know that they have been in the Dells since the 70s, but it's funny that they like came from Chicago, couldn't have a hot dog business, and then ended up making a theme park. Maybe that's why they seem so like – maybe that's why they don't give a shit about like the park. Yeah, they Cause don't care because like it was dirt. It was dirt. Yeah, right. They bought dirt. Literally. That's what it says here. It said they uh, they bought a three-wheeler dirt track. Or no, they invested in a three-wheeler dirt track. So, first of all, I gotta say, moving from Chicago to what it presumably in 1970 was probably not the Wisconsin Dells we know today to open a fucking hot dog stand. Probably not the wisest business move. It's proven by the fact that it failed. Well, so um, the Dells, so actually like the Dells has a pretty interesting history. So, because initially the Dells were all about you know, like the lake, it was like a, it was like a summer lake, um, kind of vacation destination. 
it's always been a big staple for Milwaukee, Chicago, Minneapolis. Um, but it definitely seems like the Dells actually probably thrived more in like before like the seventies than it does today, if that makes sense. Like I guess the Dells was kind of a US attraction and now it's more of a regional attraction. Yeah, I've always heard about like the 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 shows on Lake Delton always like that's what started the Dells. Yeah, and there was like a lot of natural, kind of like really cool natural things. Um, there are some cool like caves. There's like the boat tours. It is a good. It is a pretty interesting like natural, um, you know, like I don't know what you call it, natural landscape, um, scenery kind of thing. But um, now it's just sort of like a collection of shitty hotels and water parks. But um, fuck, dude, there's beer everywhere. So, careful with that beer, Ben. So, by the way, what I was trying to do was I was trying to reach for a glass of beer, but my fist went through the glass of beer and it like I punched the glass. Nice. (laughs) And it fell. So, nice. All right. Well, you got no argument from me, shittiest park. It yeah, has an like, overall atmosphere of we don't give a shit and we're trying to keep things operating for as cheap as possible. Right. So here's the thing about the Dells is that it's off of a major interstate and people who travel. So so like Wisconsin is sort of like this rich Chicago playground. Basically, it's like we're all the people who own second homes on the on like lakes up north Wisconsin and shit like that. So it's like. Personally, I think it's really hard to fuck up a business in the Dells because people on vacation mode will spend money for no reason. Like they, they just spend money and it's people from in Illinois, like they never get out of the city. So it's like, ooh, look, a tree, pay $5. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's kind of like, it's just funny that the hot dog stand failed, but this park should never have really been as big as it was. So all they did was like, make an arbitrary border around this property and they never invested in like actual theme park infrastructure. They never, they know they don't consistently build new rides. The paths are awful. They're just these, like it reminds me of like roller coaster tycoon three paths. Um, there's like, it's this it's, path like, is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like it's just just like little things like this this park like has little ways of pissing you off every little turn. Like it's like the ultimate um it's like the ultimate bait and switch. So here's another thing this park does. They used to give out these tickets at like car if you like I don't know, let's say you got a car wash and it was like, "Oh, like get a car wash and get a free ticket to Mount Olympus." And it ha- it has these giant. It's his ticket, and it's like giant letters, free admission. And then it doesn't really say anything on the ticket what about any details of it. But then you get to the park, and you're like, "Hey, I would like my free admission." And then they give you a wristband, and then they're like, "Oh, would you like? Would you like to? Uh, would you like to pay thirty nine ninety nine? Um, you know, for the theme park." So like. You get a free admission, but if you look on the ticket, it's free admission to the indoor water park, not anything outside, 
not the outdoor water park. You have to upgrade the ticket to get to that. So you end up paying like 32 bucks for a ticket at the end of the day. Um, of course. They like have half of the rides are upcharge attractions. So you pay admission and then you get into a park where you have to pay extra to ride shit. Um, they all the rides have one train. So the lines are like an hour and a half every fucking day. The employees do not give a fuck. Like they have no customer service. They don't even speak English. I've seen so many accidents happen at that place. So it's kind of like it's like millennial. It's like millennial action park. It's like the closest thing we got to the action park experience. Because you could like do whatever the fuck you wanted on the go karts and like no one gave a shit. You could climb yeah, on. I'm like, pretty sure clouds. you could stand up on those go karts and they wouldn't care. Oh yeah, yeah. You could do whatever the fuck you wanted. Like, um, you want a one click ride, dude? I remember the craziest shit. I thing I saw was uh, there was one track that had like a it was like a giant helix upward, so it was like ten levels or six levels, whatever. And like, there was an accident, so some girl spun out. And then, like, cars blocked. So these kids are, like, walking on the track. And it's a blind turn. And, like, these people in the other go-karts aren't slowing down. So And there's no, like, kill switch or anything. So these people, like, are just walking down the track. Like, avoiding all these people in the other go-karts. Um, and then, like, I've seen, I've seen times where, like, you know, kids would be flying into the loading area. And they'd rear end people as they were loading into the into the. Oh carts. my god! Yeah. Like once I saw this, uh, once I saw this, like mom with like a, I don't know, like a six year old or seven year old, she's like picking her up to put her in the cart, and like some kid like rear ended the cart, and then like the kid like went fl- like flew like you know outside out out of oh the my cart. God! And, like the mom fell. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen like. People get bloody noses. Um, I remember, like, some girl broke her arm on the wa- on one of the water slides on the like, on the mat racer because she was like walking down and the lifeguard wasn't paying attention, so she got struck by like oncoming riders and she fell and like broke her arm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. What are your memories of the place? When is when was the first time you went there? First time I went there was 2005. I went with um, a friend of ours and his family. And we camped in the adjacent campground. Okay. And uh, like in a tent or? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, Yeah, like I'm thinking about it now and I'm like trying to remember and I'm like, okay, yeah. It's like there's no shade there for one thing. There's no shade anywhere. No, like literally none. There's no shade. Not even because there's like no trees. Yeah. They, so there's uh, not they, even they, natural shade anywhere. Yeah, which which is another thing. So Zeus actually used to be a pretty amazing coaster because it went out into the trees. It was kind of like the Raven, and it was pretty badass. Um, and then they built a parking lot. So for some reason, they decided to like clear every single tree that was adjacent to Zeus. 
And so now Zeus is like a parking lot coaster. Yeah. <laughs> and Hades. Hades. Okay, did you ever do you know that new parking lot they built? No. So like now the parking lot wraps around Zeus and like the Hades like by the by like the pre-lift and the and the queue area. Oh so my they got god, rid of, really? Yeah, they got rid of all those trees too for new parking. So now oh there's god. literally no trees. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so there's no shade. I remember that. And then like <clears throat> Like, this is remembering 2005. I kind of, like, remember, like, the food service. Like, the way people complain about, like, Six Flags food service now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this was 2005. Which is, like, you basically got, like, a a hot dog cart experience in a theme park you paid $45 to get into. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's not cheap. It wasn't cheap either. And then, yeah, the coasters all have one train. Oh, and then I remember, I remember there was a torrential, torrential downpour. So, you know, that whole thing about no shade. Yeah. Oof. And this was 05. So it was before they had that whole indoor section, too. (laughs) We'll have to get into that in a little bit. Yeah. So double oof. So like me and my, me and our friend, I remember we ended up like first we like went under the drop on Hades, like not the first drop, but like the drop out of the station, like in the queue line. Cause it was like some sort of like structure above you, you know? Right. Right. And then it's like, oh, the whole line's empty. So we go up to the station, and the station is completely empty. Not even operators, of course. Right, yeah. So then, like, we realize it, and we, like, climb over the air gates, and we're just, like, hanging out in the station and, like, climbing around shit and stuff. (laughs) And there's a picture of me, like, straddling one of the rails on Hades. Oh my god. Yeah, it's really easy to do that there. Yep. Hold on. Sorry, I was smoking. Um But yeah, it's and then so yeah, finally later on it stopped raining and the employees came back and we got to ride. But yeah, I mean that was pretty much my overall impression of the park. Oh yeah, they had a robo coaster, but it cost like fifteen bucks. Yeah, you could ride, but they did allow you to the ride level one for free. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, um, I think what's so crazy about that park is like it, it like in two thousand five. The park was kind of still true to form to its, it was like still true to its form. Like it was kind of like, yeah, it's a Dell's park. You know, it's kind of like a small, whatever. They got a couple roller coasters and some go-karts. It's like a go-kart park. It's like an FEC basically. Um, And then in 2000, I think it was 2000, maybe it was 2005. They switched from pay per ride to, you know, like a pay one price ticket admission. 
Oh, no, no, no. That was 2004. That's right. So before 2004, it was Paper Ride. And then in 2004, they switched to the like the pay one price model ticket. Um, and then they had a... But it was just a weird place because like the park was huge. It's a massive piece of property, but there's just like nothing in it. So they don't really have any flat rides besides an SNS Screaming Swing, which is an upcharge. And then they got like a bungee attraction, which had a fucking bungee cord snap on video. Do you remember that? Wasn't that technically when it was owned by somebody else when it was across the street? No, that was in the park. So the park bought the ride. So the park bought the rides across the street and then brought them over to their property. Oh, my God. Um, and I remember they, they also. Yeah, yeah. And they had a sky coaster, but I don't think it was technically like the licensed sky coaster. I think it was the. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I'm pr- like, I'm pretty sure it was like the SNS version, the one that killed a woman in Wisconsin as well. Called Air Glory. So okay, oh my god, Air Glory was this uh, was this like a sky coaster, but it was a knockoff sky coaster that was literally like a fucking crane, like it was like a construction crane that had a cable and like flight harnesses with a rip, like the same premise though as Ripcord or a sky coaster. Um, but anyway, that also happened in two thousand seven. So like. Yeah, the bungee cord snap. If you haven't seen that video, go look it up. Uh, look up Mount Olympus bungee accident. And like, so what happens is this, uh, the gondola or the cage or the car or whatever you want to call it is, you know, it's locked to the, the whatever, launch position. And then the, the bungee cords tighten. And so like right before they're about to like launch it, the bungee cord snaps and it like shoots to the ground and it lands like within like feet of the car and they almost got hit by it. Um, and it's I'm, just like I'm really it up right now. Yeah. Look that shit up. It's funny because the park initially like tried to get the video removed off of YouTube, but then it like spread all over so they can, you know, of course they did. <laughs> and of course their social media team doesn't know how to do anything about this stuff. Oh boy, this is going to be good. It's such a nasty sound, too. It's just like, ooh, that, that shit freaks me out. Oh, here we go. And the kid operating it looks like he's like, well, like 14. Oh, oh. Holy shit. And the crazy thing too is like that was both of the cape, both of the bungee cords. Of course. I, I, I know that those rides can like you're not gonna die. Actually, that's honestly, you know, that's actually why there's a cage. It's so in case you hit the tower. <laughs> Cause it apparently they had issues with those in the past. <laughs> um but look at that, like the kids are just like, dude, those are like kids. They're just like, uh I guess we'll just lower the other one, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't even he doesn't even say anything to the riders either. <laughs> oh man. Like yeah. I'm just so not surprised by that at all. 
that is that is the Mount Olympus experience. Shit, I remember uh, when our friend uh, Eric and I, we were there for ERT, and like the the operator was pissed that she had to work late. So this is really funny. Like, um, the operator was standing at the bottom of the station with like two of her friends, and they're smoking cigarettes. And like, Eric goes up and he's like, "Hey, uh, this is supposed to be open for ERT," and she just kind of like doesn't even acknowledge him. She just kind of sighs, and then she like slowly walks up the stairs. <laughs> Doesn't say anything to us. And then, like, uh, we sit in the back row. She sits at the panel, and then she just fucking dispatches the train. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she didn't give a shit. But then what was cool, she did redeem herself. She actually let us just stay on, and she kept sending it through the station. So we got, like, 10 consecutive rides. What ride? Which is pretty cool. On uh, Zeus. Oh, wow. At night, so... Before they did the parking lot, so there were still some trees back there. That was so. I will say, like, she. But the funny thing is that in her head, she was probably like, "Good, I'm not gonna let these guys go around," you know, like, or she didn't give a fuck. Yeah, she just sat up there chilling with her feet on the panel, just kept sending it. I'm surprised they didn't let her just smoke on the ride platform. <laughs> no, that wouldn't be professional. <laughs> I love like, how the owner they're like if you're gonna smoke on the ride platforms, don't let guests see you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably the motto of the of the employee training. Don't let the yeah. guests see it. <laughs> so one thing text, that I don't let the guests see it. Wanna do a rail? Mark. Don't let the guests see it. You know what's weird? Those uh, the employee trailers that some of them stay in. That shit's pretty uh, pretty grim too. Oh god! I actually, I actually be... went to hook up. I hooked up with a guy on Grinder, who was like an employee there. <laughs> oh god! It wasn't that great. It wasn't that great. That sounds like next levels of depressing. <laughs> like a level it of was... depressing that I can't get my head around. I mean, it was at least clean, so. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like I was expecting, like, an odor or something. Like Yeah, but, like, even so, it's a goddamn trailer at Mount Olympus. True, but to be fair, though, to it is fair. the Dells. It is the Dells, and there are a lot of, like, RV parks, trailer parks up there. So, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It raises the bar just a little bit. Stop justifying things to yourself. <laughs> But um, yeah, so the other thing about this park is that the, the indoor theme park is a joke. It's like four kitty rides and a bunch of arcade games and this giant fucking tent. Like, I don't know where the fuck they got this tent. It's the size of like, it's huge and it is the biggest fucking scam ever. It like, and then they got those like fake uh, foam green pillars in front of it. Hey, we got a pump it up machine and a wild mouse. <laughs> no, they got rid of the wild mouse. Well, yeah, no, but when it when it opened. Oh right, yeah. They're like that's like, an indoor theme park, right? The the I think they called it the Pantheon. Yeah. Or the Parthenon. 
<laughs> yeah, they did. But that's so funny because that's like where the gods sit. <laughs> it's like the council of the gods. I did see the real one in Rome. That was pretty cool. And I was just like, wow, this is where they got the idea at Mount Olympus. <laughs> Wait a minute! I'm, wait a minute! That doesn't make sense. No man, no, scratch that. Why? Holy shit! I just crossed two different cultures. Wow, I'm racist as fuck. Well, <laughs> but okay. I, I mean, whatever. Greco Roman's a thing, so you know. No, I know, but that's not what I was. Well, I was yeah, no, but I'm just. I'm. I'm trying to help redeem you a little bit, buddy. All right, I'm. I'm, dude. It's like. 840 and I've been met renting about Mount Olympus. I'm Let's see what other gems we can find on this on this uh Wikipedia page. Oh, here we go. Incidents. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, so Brandon sent me this video of a fight that happened there. You gotta see this shit. Hold on. This shit this shit had me die. He just uh he just sent this to me like Saturday. Like I just saw this a couple days ago. Uh, okay, you gotta send me it. Okay, okay. And I sent it. So there's, if you, you gotta go to the post, and there's two different videos on it. It's so funny. I love it. Well, this happened on Mount Olympus today. Hashtag World Star. Did you get it? Yeah, I'm waiting for uh, Facebook to like load up. Oh, damn. Come on, 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 come on. Yeah, I want to see it. I'm just waiting for it to load. Oh boy. Okay. I'm waiting for the I, I got the message now I'm waiting for the video to load. Okay. Just take me to the YouTube. Come on, man. All right, load it on YouTube. Holy shit, that dude's swinging a full-on chair. Oh! (laughs) Dude got laid out. No, just watch. Stop filming. I'm watching again because I can't not. Holy shit. That dude got cracked by that chair. Did you see the kid who like laid down and then got back up? Yeah. 
Hold on. Uh, go to the. <laughs> and then there's the second part too. Where I think a cop or a security guard's like yelling at him to stop. Holy shit. Yeah, he's like, back up, back up. (laughs) Yeah, this trash seems just right on brand for fucking Mount Olympus. Those are all the people that thought they got free tickets to an amusement park. And then they got there and were like, oh, fuck, I got to upgrade this ticket for $31 if I want to ride anything but these five kitty rides inside of this tent. Or those are the people who did not upgrade. Yeah, these are the people who did not upgrade, clearly. Yeah, so, so I found a list of incidents here on the Wikipedia. Excellent. So on March 6th, 2014, these are just the ones on Wikipedia. So who knows if what else what else is out there? Oh, so much shit happened. You you would see an accident just being there one day. Like it was so <laughs> common. They, that's that's what I'm saying. It was like literally millennial action park. Like you would just see ambulances all the time. Well, these are the ones that are noteworthy enough to end up on Wikipedia. So on March 6, 2014, a lap bar malfunction caused by an inadequate maintenance (laughs) occurred on the OPA roller coaster in the indoor theme park, causing a 63-year-old man from Fremont, Wisconsin to fall 17 feet from the ride, sustaining serious injuries that left him in a coma for three weeks. The ride was permanently closed after the incident and later removed. Fucking, that's how they got out of that? Shit. You know what's crazy? Like, my lap bar has popped up on that ride before. Like, I was riding with Eric, and, like, we were going up the lift hill, and it just fucking opened. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and, oh, my God, there's two other instances with this fucking ride. So... One was if you could ride it with the thing spinning the whole time. So like the way you did that was if you sat like two people on one side and so it spun, it was like off center. It would spun a lot when it pulled into the station um, because it was, a, it's like a Zamperla model. Um, sometimes like the pin for the locking mechanism doesn't lock. So they have to send the car all around again a second time. So it resets. Um but they like tell you you're not supposed to ride it like that. But like sometimes if you just ask, they'll let you do it. So it's so I got one ride like that. But like because of the fucking ride, they didn't maintain the cars at all. Didn't really spin much. So it's just kind of like riding it in like a weird angular position. Oh, remember remember that uh, spinning coaster at Castle Park? Yeah, with that weird lift hill. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of lame like that. <laughs> yeah, but. that sucked. Um, on January 23rd, 2015, a four-year-old nearly drowned in the indoor water park. <clears throat> EMS responded and took the child to St. Clair Hospital. Three months after the incident, the Dells-Delton EMS team presented Mount, 
Mount Olympus and the lifeguards involved in rescuing the child with certificates for life-saving efforts. <laughs> Heroes. That is a thing? Wow. Um, This is the cable snap one is here. But you know what? Let's have even more fun with this. Let's just type in Mount Olympus accidents onto Google and see what happens. Oh, I remembered another Mount Olympus thing um, with Opa. So when our friend Brandon and I rode that, he lost his glasses. And so one of the operators went to go look for them, like under the track. And you know, there's that one really low section of the, of the track by the bunny hill. Wait, which ride? On, o- on Opa? Yeah. So she like literally with the ride going, the ride is still going. She just walks down the platform, down the stairs, into the low zone, crosses the, the tracks, gets Brandon's glasses and walks back. And oh I was like, oh God. my God, she's going to get fucking hit. Because <laughs> she didn't like, she wasn't like looking either. Like the ride was still fucking going. There's a car going up the lift hill. That's crazy. Did you did you find any accidents? Yeah, um, let's see. There's here's the headline from USA Today: Two killed, seventy five hurt on Wisconsin rides since 06. and this is from twenty sixteen. Wait, what? What was the stat? Two killed, seventy five hurt. Oh shit! What ride was that? Um, oh, fuck. It keeps it keeps hitting me with the unblock the ads. It's from the Green Bay Press Gazette. Okay. By the way, for news articles, you should download a Chrome extension called Just Read. So what it does is it like tr- it like converts the page into pure text. So like it's just, you know, black text, white background. Yeah, but does that get around the ad? Yeah, yeah, cuz it cuz it literally goes into the HTML and only shows you the text. So like there's no it's like there's no ads, videos, autoplay, anything like that. It's really good. It's good at like if you're reading shit at work. I think I found something even better. But what was that ride? What? Wait, I don't know. 70- it wasn't the same ride. It was just on rides. It said. Oh, on rides. Okay, so in general, but still seventy six hertz. Think about that shit. Here we go. I found an article from a personal injury attorney <laughs> 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 called. <laughs> Hurt at an amusement park, but I signed a waiver. Can I sue? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Their waiver is literally a sign on the ticket booth that says, like, um, ride at your own risk. Oh, yeah, no insurance, ride at your own risk. Remember that the park doesn't have insurance. How is that legal? It must have been, like, some weird loophole in Wisconsin like amusement park system. I think that's probably common for Dell's attractions. I don't know because it's Wisconsin. 
I don't know if that's current, but like in 2005, they had these big signs in the ticket booth, and it even says like everything in the t- on like on the ticket. It's like everything is right at your own risk, not responsible for injuries or anything like that. So it's like it's like this disclaimer that they literally put on the fucking ticket. I'm just googling Mount Olympus no insurance. Um. Oh, also. They've had this sign in the queue line of Hades that says like Hades is running very aggressive today. Um, something, you know, like right at your own risk or whatever. But like it's always there, but it's on a, it's like a temporary sign. So it kind of looks like it's like, oh, maybe it's like just today. <laughs> it's like, cause see, like if, a, if a guest doesn't know anything about roller coasters, like think about how many people look past that sign and like, oh, I guess it's just running kind of rough today. No big deal. <laughs> Maybe we got it on a bad day. <laughs> Just little shit like that. That like they're they're literally fucking their guests. So I googled Mount Olympus, no insurance, and the second res- result on Google because the first one was an ad. So I guess actually mm-hmm. the first result is a review from a TripAdvisor <laughs> <laughs> titled "Do Not Stay Here." <laughs> I haven't read it yet, but should I just read it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, my husband and I decided to surprise our two boys with a mini vacation. I have stayed in the Dells many times, but never at Mount Olympus. We found a good deal online, but I guess I should have known better by that. The check-in process was fine. We got to our room and went down to the, quote, theme park, unquote. Not only does it take forever to get there... You have to walk outside because this is an outbuilding. We had our two-year-old with us and there wasn't anything for him to do. I quickly called Kalahari and they were able to get us in at a cheaper rate. (laughs) When I went to the front desk at Mount Olympus to check out, there were no questions asked. It seems they don't care about customer service at all. If they did, they would have asked anything to make things better. I will never recommend them to anyone, and my next order of business is to give an amazing review to Kalahari. That sounds about right. That's <laughs> Location, one star. Call. Rooms, one star. Service, one star. Was that another the same one or a different one? No, that was all from that same review. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel really bad for people who like, I mean, granted, like, you should do some research, but at the same time, like, that whole park is false advertisement. Everything they build, they call the largest, but they're all arbitrary names, or they're like bullshit titles, like, the world's largest indoor theme park. No, I want to see if there's any other good reviews here on TripAdvisor. Okay. One cool thing about Mount Olympus is their wave pool. So they have this like insane wave pool that sends like one giant surf wave every like two minutes or no, it's like three minutes or something. Maybe it's less than that. Maybe it's more than that. I don't know, but it's, it's not, it's literally like one wave every couple minutes and it's just one giant fucking like tsunami wave. So it literally, it like picks you off the ground and it like tumbles you in this wave and like slams you down and you come off out, up out of the water and you're like 200 feet back from where you started. Maybe not that far, 
I'm exaggerating, but like it's pretty fucking insane. That wave pool is nuts. Um, <laughs> and Hades, Hades review, so good. The very okay, first review on the Mount Olympus Resort, quote unquote, for TripAdvisor, one star. The review title, absolutely disgusting. <laughs> My family stayed at a Mount Olympus motel and it was so dirty. Nick, the owner of the Mount Olympus company, should be ashamed of how he runs the company. He really needs to spend money on housekeeping and maintaining the room and making sure everything is clean. We will not be staying there again. We will stay at nicer ones in in the Dells like Great Wolf and Kalahari. What are the good ones like? Uh, see the next one down four stars family getaway we came for a long weekend with another family and it was a great time when we booked we thought we were in the same building as the water park but turned out we were down the road in building 10 the desk offered to move us to the building attached but we didn't want to pay the higher rate the rooms adjoined which was great for our families and the kids could run back and forth between the rooms the bunk beds were a huge hit the beds could use some new mattresses and springs. They weren't very comfy and squeaked with every move. The fridge and microwave were a great to have right there, especially with little ones. There was a back road to get to you to the water park without having to go on the main road, which was nice. The first day at the water park was wonderful, and the kids had a blast. Perfect size for our little ones. Do not go on weekends is super busy and can barely walk or do anything. For the price and our families, it was a great time and will definitely return. The rooms were very clean and loved no carpet. As a side note, if on the first floor, check to make sure windows are locked as ours originally weren't and no screens. The location was great, though, and no issues. Hmm. Well, I'm glad she had fun. There were still complaints in there, though. <laughs> well, the next one down, one star, terrible hotel. Probably the worst experience I've ever had at a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. If you purchase tickets online, they hide under the fine print that they're non-refundable. As a marketing professional, this is an absolute dishonest practice of advertisement and marketing. Oh, shit. Yeah, like that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the shit they don't fucking do. I guarantee you when you book a, like a hotel or like a room on the hotel that they hide the fact that you're not part of. Because the thing is, they make it seem like one resort, but I don't think they tell you what building you're in. So it's that's sort exactly of like what it says here. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's like this like bait and switch upcharge bullshit with employees who do not give a fuck about you completely. Like, you know, we've all dealt with like shitty six flags, ride ops or whatever, but like this is like on another level because they don't really speak English. At the bottom here, it's like note the relevant, the quote relevant reviews unquote listed on Google reviews are obviously staged. If you look at the newest reviews, they're all terrible. (laughs) It wouldn't surprise me if they put if they put fake good reviews on their on the online. 
like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Like, um, it's, it's a, the funny thing too, is like they, in 2007, we went there for a, a coaster, like an ACE event and they had a new picnic area and it was like advertised, like they're like, welcome to whatever. This is uh the new edition for 2007. It's a, it's a picnic area. It's where the log flume was. They replaced a log flume with like a park shelter for picnics. Which, by the way, the log flume, the reason they took it out is because, like, the side bracing for the first drop came loose. So, like, a log could have been sent and, like, fell off the track, essentially. That wouldn't have surprised me. Yeah. Um, and then, so, yeah, they have that picnic area, which is, like, apparently an attraction. The bathrooms are fucking disgusting. They make the the exit of the park is through a gift shop. How cheesy is that? I'm pretty sure it's one of the only parks in America you could still that doesn't have like smoking areas. <laughs> you can just yeah, that's smoke. true. Yeah, yeah. Well, like um, it's like this is the kids area. Yeah, <sighs> it's Wisconsin. It's like the it's like the mom, the drunk mom with the plastic Miller light cupper on her neck on beads. <laughs> yeah. Just the pack of cigarettes in her boobs and like wearing like Walmart jean cutoffs. <laughs> With like the $3 flip flops. Yep. Yep. It's the shitty butterfly tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and a bad blonde dye job. <laughs> That's Wisconsin. A little sunburn. Well, with, like always got the kids' names. Always screaming the kids' names, like uh... Tyler. <laughs> Isaac. Isaac, come here. Get over here. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I'm, I, I have so many memories of this park. It's like, it's kind of like a shithole, but it also is like, it's pretty magical. It's my home park. Fuck that place. Yeah, fuck that place. But you could go down the road and ride Avalanche. Not anymore. Fuck. That's really sad. You know, it's actually when I was, uh, when I saw, I was watching a Hades POV on Saturday. And like, I was just thinking like, isn't it crazy that that opened kind of, um, it was 05. And there probably won't be any roller coasters like that ever opening again. Because Hades was pretty crazy for a gravity group, like for the time. Because, it was, you know, they were like traditional coasters, but they were just nuts. And the first ever gravity group. Yeah, yeah. But like we will probably never see a wooden coaster like that ever again. 
And if you're going to say something about Topper Track, fucking stop right now. No, I'm not. I wasn't. Not you. Oh. Our fucking (laughs) listeners. Oh. If you guys are going to say anything about fucking Topper Track, stop. Yeah, like this is this is only the magic a roller coaster can be built like pre really good computers like before the two thousands. Well, I guess this was still two thousand five, but it was Gravity Group. <laughs> no, but like yeah, Hades was like an imperfect, crazy, awesome coaster for the first like two years with that little five car PTC train. Man, yeah, that ride was awesome. The, the, an outward bank, like an actual outward bank turn that was like really fucked up because it, it was like because it, it was outward outward bank bank, just enough, like just that? enough that you felt it, yeah, right, right, and not like, like an extreme it, amount, yeah, but it was like also because it was a because it's a wooden coaster and that because it was rough, like it was more like intense, like that's a crazy feeling, an outward bank on like a, a rough on a, like a rough coaster because you're already you're already like bouncing up and down and then you get like that jackhammer sensation and like the crazy you know like jolts of the outward bank turn that wasn't probably designed by a computer very well it's a crazy experience and it'll probably never happen again yeah yeah well Let's uh let's 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 wrap up the whole Mount Olympus section by um giving the rate the Parker rating on a one to five scale. Well, let's can we just let's run through the rides and rate the rides though, like just really quick. So Opa was removed, Shitty Wild Mouse, Pegasus was like, it's like a, a kitty coaster. coaster. Yeah, that was all right turns except for like the one big left turn. Remember that? It was like. I don't remember the layout all that well. Yeah, it was like you do like like five right turns, and you do a left turn, and then you do like another five right turns into the station. It's like a weird. It's kind of like a wild mouse. It's like just like these like little quarter turns. It's like drop quarter turn, drop quarter turn. Little titans. Oh, that's that miler. I think dive to right. Atlantis. That malleolar too. Did you ride that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked how they evoked Atlantis after SeaWorld built Journey to Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, but their park is themed Greek, so it's you know they 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 got those whatever the rights. The bragging rights. Let's talk about the only three that actually fucking matter. We'll yeah, start Cyclops. with Zeus. Okay, Zeus. Zeus was Because I like, don't fucking like Zeus. See, Zeus is not a good ride unless you ride it in the very front row. And it's rough, but it does have good airtime. I never it's, got really great airtime on it. Oh, really? Did you ride it in like front and back? I can't remember. I was going to say, because like for some reason, the back row doesn't have airtime, but the front row does. Um, And like, it's kind of the only spot that has air. It's like literally the only spot that's not rough because otherwise it jackhammers like crazy. 
Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I'd rate that like, it's probably like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know where to put it. Let's say like the, the bottom 40%. Same. Nothing outstanding, nothing remarkable. I remember yeah. it being rough, but I don't remember any good airtime. Yeah. I can honestly only think of like one like one specific night of rides I've ever had on it where it was actually good, and that would be um, like probably like sometime in 2005 at night. Um, and that's just because it had, it would like actually went out into the forest, which was cool. You know, it was like kind of like a raven in that way. Like the thing is, I'd be willing to definitely give it another shot because wood coasters actually do give different rides. Yeah. Like that you one can I'm get a totally curious. different ride uh, one day, one season, one week from another because yeah. wood changes as a as a substance unlike steel which doesn't vary the same way right right but yes i'd try it again but right now i would rate it i don't know out of five i'd say maybe a two and a half yeah it's it's really great in the middle uh cyclops i'm Um, i haven't been around since they've redone the drop yeah same i don't know if i want to ride it it's like kind of like ghost rider i don't know if i want to experience a change like well, that. new ghost rider was awesome but i don't think the reprofile drop will be awesome yeah yeah this was like another one of those like this will never happen ever again like this type of ride experience and it probably doesn't exist anywhere anymore of uh like a drop that's so poorly designed that it just gives like one solid jolt of airtime in the back row and it only had buzz bars. So it's just this like crazy experience. That was, that I was distinctly not... remember this one time I was riding that and um, there was several people on the ride that had beers with them. And of course they dispatched the ride and they're holding their beers and they're like, woo. And it comes back to the station and they're all still holding their beers. <laughs> nice. But only That's fucking like... Mount Olympus, man. Yep. In the loop needs to have their free RT at Mount Olympus. Yeah, right. Mount Olympus would never like they Oh no, that's have right. a keg in the station and shit. That's true. That's true. They'll shit, I'm sure they'll they'll pay for, or they'll charge for anything. You could like be like, yeah, I want to shoot a porn in your park. And they'd be like, well, how much you want to pay? Let's talk. Yeah, too bad we, uh, we're the sworn enemies of them, or else I'd say that'd be a perfect place for uh, your favorite coaster sucks meetup. <laughs> that would be kind of fun, actually. Like, to do it at like the worst theme park. The park, the, the, come on, the arch enemy park. That's where you do the meetup of the, of the podcast. That makes the most sense. Do a live podcast recording where we just talk shit about them. Yeah, flush jewel bags down the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> no. Make sure they have toilet paper in them first. <laughs> 
Also, like, if you are going to flush plastic bags down the Mount Olympus toilet, like, don't, we never said that. So don't, like, post a video of it and use hashtag your favorite coaster sucks. Nope. Use hashtag theme park review. Or ride this one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But also don't do it. Yeah, if you're going to do anything destructive at parks, blame ride this one. (laughs) But like, don't do it. We'll give you you a sticker that says ride this one. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we should do. We should have a meetup at uh, Mount Olympus and then give stickers with Rob Alvey's face on them. Oh my God. There's like millions of stickers. Just you guys know the deal. Ooh, I forgot a story. Hold on. One more quick story was um, when I was there with Eric once, um, there was a tornado warning and it was like crazy storm ripped through the park. It picked up one of those giant cigarette urns <laughs> in the wind and it slammed it down and like thousands of cigarette butts like went everywhere and they just like showered this whole group of people. <laughs> <laughs> it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like this the storm rips through and everyone's like panicking running and like the cigarette urn like lifts up like in front of us like we're running with the cigarette urn it's like in midair and we're like running along with it and then it explodes and it goes all over these people (laughs) (sighs) and so like the fuck (laughs) So people are trying to find shelter. This storm was nuts. The storm apparently had like 70 mile per hour winds. Um, and people were trying to go in the gift shops, but the the employees were kicking the people out of the gift shops. Of course. Like they're trying to close the doors. They're like locking the doors, pushing the people out. And then um, a tree fell on Zeus. What? Yeah. It, it like just this giant tree like started to get tipped over from the wind and it broke like next to us. We're running to the parking lot and this tree just fell on top of Zeus in the pre-lift section. Um and then like we saw them cutting it down later and the ride closed. <laughs> but then like they just like fucking pounded some shit and they opened the ride back up. They're like, is it good to open? Eh, sure. But yeah, man. All right, um, fine. Um, so Zeus, uh, Cyclops. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna give it a uh, th- three and a half. Oh, I'm giving it a four. That ride is pretty amazing. Still, it's short, I would think- but the two there's two really good drops. So. Well, there's yeah. one good drop, and then there was one great drop. So, I mean, like the let's see, there's like there's like five good spots of airtime on that ride because there's the first drop, which is still crazy. Like even the first drop is nuts, and then there's like the first bunny hill where there's two pops, and then there's like another bunny hill, and then there's the big one. No, that's such a good ride. I w- I'm giving it like a four. And then, of course, Hades, which I'm going to give um, four and a half. 
Which one though? Because the there, I feel like Hades has like ten different personalities because of like how much that park has neglected the ride. Well, I've ridden it oh five, oh seven, and two thousand twelve. So, did you ride Hades three hundred and sixty? Yeah. So, would you put even Hades three hundred and sixty in like the four point five? Yeah, it was still pretty good. Okay. I wrote it. So I rode three six Hades three sixty in twenty thirteen, and I thought it was absolutely garbage. But really? it was like again, like that could have just been like the day I was there or whatever, like that summer. Yeah, because it was just running really slow, and it was like rough. So it just felt like a lot of the airtime wasn't there. And then the pacing was kind of off because of the new trains. But I, I do Hades think better. old Hades was better. Yeah, old Hades was really good. <clears throat> um, that's like I would say like that's one of those coasters that would make me sound like one of those old obnoxious acer- acers like sh- trying to piss or uh, talk about the beast. Like a millennial well, talking. You're never going to beat that one ride from 2005. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, God. All right. Well, we're going to be old people. We are old people. God damn it. Okay. Well. Well, then, if, if, you, if you just make it a joke now, that way, when you start talking about it later in life, it'll just be like, oh, that's just like a, it's just a thing. Yep. We're old. So. So we remember that night in 2005. <laughs> and, you know, just this park does suck. But you should go there. If you haven't been there, it's just like set the bar really low. Um, yeah, picture Disney World die. and then the opposite of that. <laughs> Imagine like there's a picture of Disney World and it's blown up in this giant building end to end and it's like a high definition picture but it's still just a fucking wall and you get inside and then the building's empty that's Mount Olympus I could barely hear that oh fuck I was saying like Mount Olympus is like it would be like if you took a super your audio is coming in all weird is it still staticky or what Yo, man, your audio is coming in super weird. How so? It kind of like just blipped a little bit, maybe if you were talking. Is it still doing it now? Is it the same? It it was good for a sec, but then it kept doing it now. Well, what is it? What does it sound like? Uh, it's okay now, but it gets like really robotic and like electronic. Oh, okay. Anyway, picture the opposite of Disney world. Like I was saying, uh, it's like a HD. It's like a picture of Disneyland print, like blown up edge to edge on a building on like the edge on like the side of a building. And then even though it's like HD quality, you still get inside and it, the building is empty. That's that's the park. 
a facade of fun. Yeah, like if Disneyland's the happiest place on earth, then Mount Olympus is the opposite. <laughs> but they've got credits, so go get your credits. And like, you know, just don't go on a weekend and don't die. Don't expect anything. Yeah, it's like purely a credit run. Yeah. Uh, Go there before you go to Great America on the same trip. (laughs) Yeah, like if that's saying if you ever do that region, like those parks always start in Minnesota. Like, start at Valley Fair, then go to the Dells, then go to Great America. Or if you're just doing Dells Great America, go up to the Dells first. Knock it out. Yeah, yeah, get that done first, because believe me, it will be a huge disappointment in comparison. Whereas if you go the other way around, Great America will not disappoint in comparison. Well, so that's that's about it, right? Yeah, I, I, that that's the park. All right. So. Well, yeah, fuck you, Mount Olympus, but we'll be back at some point. Um, fuck. Time Although to- now our, our pictures are going to be printed on the wall. <laughs> Nick's going to find us and like under the little scooter. <laughs> <laughs> Kicks a dog on like the way over. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if him and Rob are good friends. Oh, I'm sure those are like two narcissists, like, you know, in like a business exchange. It's just like, they're yeah, they're like BFFs. Yeah, they're either like really good friends or like total enemies. No, they're friends. Those guys, those guys, those guys are buds. All right, so time for the annoying shit. Please give us a review, five stars, whatever app you're listening on. Uh, leave us a review there uh, this week. Why don't you tell us about an accident that occurred at Mount Olympus, fictional or real? <laughs> tell us, tell us about an incident that occurred at Mount Olympus. Real or not. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Best responses will get read on air. Um, and just don't ever stop. Just keep going. Like, do it all the time. Yeah. You got one. <laughs> make it a meme. And you know what? Throw the hashtag Mount Olympus in there, too. I know hashtags don't work on podcast apps, but it will show up on Google, which is the important part. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, go ahead. Leave us the review five stars and tell us about an accident that occurred at Mount Olympus, real or fictional. Um, Give us a follow. What? What? I was just going to, I just got an idea in the beginning of the episode. You just throw in a random, like, dog sound, like a, like a dog getting kicked. 
as evil as I mean, as fucked up as it is, it just be. <laughs> At some point in the episode, please. <laughs> It'll make me shit myself. I'll shit myself. I'm going to be working like and just hear that randomly and I'm just going to shit myself. So just please do that. I'm going to put it in right after the part where you're like, he kicked the dog on the way over. (laughs) 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 Oh God. Is Is anybody else going as insane as Ben and I are? Okay, all right. So don't don't kick a dog. <laughs> um hey Ben, when we're done recording, remind me and I, I have an idea to tell you. Okay. Um give us a follow on the socials. Uh we're on Instagram. Your favorite coaster sucks. Twitter, um, YFCS Pod. Facebook, your favorite coaster sucks. Tumblr, for whatever fucking reason, we're over there. Um, give us a follow there. You can hit us up. Of course, you can get a hold of us like the way all of our great listeners did by using the email account, your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com or our wonderful text and voicemail line at 312-572-9552. You leave us a voicemail, we'll play it on the show. You send us a text, we'll talk about it. I might even respond to you. Let's see, what other annoying shit do we have to get through? Is there another annoying shit, Ben? Um, what about tribute to the dead ride? How about uh, dive to Atlantis? Sure, dive to Atlantis. I'm I'm having a beer. I'll drink to that. And just for the hell of it, um, Opa. <laughs> that was for the old guy that fell 17 feet but didn't die. Oh, where where is the? Well, somebody's died at Mount Olympus. Yeah. Guaranteed it's happened. I guarantee yeah, I, there's been a lot of Disney's pulled there, like the whole like Disney thing where they just take them off property and like Yeah, yeah. Well I would I would George Zimmer, Zimmerman men's warehouse fucking guarantee it that there's been a death at that park. I think George Zimmerman was the guy that shot Trayvon Martin. Um yeah. Then what's the the men's warehouse guy's name? I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm. Does he say his name in the in the in the shit in the commercial? You know what I'm talking about. It's like I'm so and so, and I guarantee you that you're gonna like the way you look. Yeah. Well, who, what the? Oh my god! Why? What's that's that really guy's bad. Name? Huh? That's really bad on the marketing team. Like you would think that if they had a better ad, that name would have come up, you know, in our thinking, but it hasn't. Um, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know what his name is. Oh, I found the ad on YouTube. I guess. <laughs> All right, play it. 
I'm Brian. Or no. <laughs> yeah, I can't no. remember. No, this is not the guy. This is like a new ad. The fuck is this? This is not correct. Is it like this is George Zimmer? Okay, okay. I, I was off by three letters. Okay, that's a that's a that's that's all right. I'm giving myself a pass on that one. That's so close, especially with another one. I'm giving myself a pass on that. That sounds good. Anyway, I would guarantee it. So just like I can guarantee you're going to love our upcoming episodes. We haven't recorded them yet, but they're going to be great. Do we have any other business, Ben? Um, no, I think that's it. All right. Well, then you know what time it is. Until next time, your favorite minister. Fuck my weapon. Go get sued, my weapon. Please, someone.